Hello and welcome to Sanctuary Educate podcast, where we will talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for your pleasure. I'm Shane Highland. And I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Welcome, friends. Thank you for joining us all again. Sound very posh. Friends, countrymen, Romans. Do you, know, do you know what I've noticed today, and I did it last night? I am. Um, I seem to be wearing the same type of same underwear. You can get four days out of it. That's another thing. Um, clothes, and I looked last night, and um, I ordered a jumper, and it was only today that I I noticed that I, I ordered a jumper that is a quarter zip up as well. Oh, no. I've got loads of these. I got loads of these. I don't know why they're just they're just easy. In my uh, I need in, some more like those. In, in my standard uh, grey or navy, done. Yeah, mine's generally new. This is actually a little bit off piece for me. This is, um, yeah. You're wearing your uh, your what? You're wearing your your hoop 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 band as well. I've got hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the athlete that I am, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll cover that in another podcast. Actually, he's going on the way. We'll tell you a bit about how that works. The reason why we're doing it. We're going to touch on the book, though. We better had 8th of February. 8th of February? Book launches. Quite exciting now. It's not far off. There'll be a link in the notes for this. And don't, where you don't can worry actually if register you do where you can forget. We'll don't you about. worry. You we, we, will, we shall spam you. You're going to know about it for the next you. two weeks. I think the, 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 the plan is... Um, the few people that have read through it so far have been pleasantly surprised at how good it is considering well, the it's fact from we us. can write a book. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be quite proud surprised. We um, did we did some readings earlier from it, some chapters to put out on social media and out on podcasts the next couple of weeks. And I was CBBs, actually, I was if quite you surprised. need if you need anyone CBBs to do your bedtime stories uh, as we've had over the years, probably neither one of us that you need. <laughs> It'll be although uh, I think the, the monotone voice that I had, I probably could put the kids to sleep um, reading from a oh hundred percent hundred percent. I wish I wish my reading would put my daughter to sleep at the moment. Eighth uh, February, uh, we're going to have a if people are in Cardiff, there's a the, there is a register page. Um, more than welcome to come into the um, office here. Uh, we're going to have some nibbles, uh, just a, a bit of a launch party. We're going to try. We're going to try in some uh, way uh, to try and get to a, a an Amazon number one star. It's just one of those things that people try and achieve. And um, yeah, let's, let's push ourselves um, to get a bestseller. Yeah, it is more of a, a vanity thing, but it's it would be nice to to try and hit that but uh, yeah we will spam you uh, like there's no tomorrow um between now and the 8th of february so apologies in advance but if you buy one then you can just tell us to stop um spamming yeah but let's let's talk a little bit what i guess this book is a little bit about this as well about the kind of lack of money education in the world in the uk and you know the, the stuff you're not really taught at schools talking about that did we talk about the rishi sunak thing with the Learning maths to do eighteen. I think we did it a week or two ago. Did we? Do, do you know when you when you play a game when you're on the boring motorways and you go let's let's spot you know seek and then you find a yellow car or something like that, and when you start playing that game there's never a yellow car. When you go oh I've just bought I'm interested in a I don't know a, a Ford Focus a blue Ford Focus you see them everywhere. 
since we started talking about money and education, the amount of stuff that I'm reading um, about how people are so uneducated about the aspects of money and the common sense mm. stuff that they are not doing or the opposite to what they should be doing is, is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It, it, but it's all down to the lack of education, isn't it? You know, and, and the fact that the portrayal on social media of lifestyle, of spending as much money as you can, having a flash car, having a flash watch, having a flash this, flash that, fast food, fast fashion, having the newest thing now, it, that that's the biggest problem. And I, and I do fear for the youth of today, and actually adults of today, because the big keep up with the Joneses is a huge thing. Social media is a great a great tool, especially for the likes of us to to um, educate people. But can also be seen as a negative, as you said. I oh. think so many people will will show that they've got a new Lamborghini, Porsche, Ferrari, Ford, but also a new watch, a new phone. Most and, people and it's all in, happiness. Yeah, most people stand in front of Lamborghinis, so it's not their Lamborghini. But, it's usually but, someone but else. they're promoting a, a, an element of I'm so happy that I've got this whatever it may be. Whereas the truth is, a lot of them are masking oh, what not, they... I think 99% of social media is rubbish, isn't it? And, it's and not, we, the, we it's need not a to, true picture, is it? I suppose through the, through the book, which will lead on to the education side of what we're doing, is there needs to be a, an understanding of the, the, the money and the happiness because I suppose we're going back to the, the time in March 2020 with that word that begins with C... When, when all of those things got taken away from us, i.e. the ability to do, um, let's say, sporting activities or visit families and friends or whatever it may be, it should have made us realise that having a new watch or a new car is not things that will make you happy. It's doing what you like to do with the people that you like to do it is the most important thing. But in the blink of an eye... Yeah, well, that, was, that was our biggest fear, again. wasn't it? That we go straight back to yeah. normality. And we've all been guilty of that. Yeah. You know, all, all this kind of taking all these walks locally. Don't get me wrong, a lot of people have still kept that up. and But people have gone back to normal. I, I mean, clients say, actually, people have kind of thought, I didn't spend any money in COVID. That's exactly Oh, I used the C word. That won't help. I haven't spent any money, so I'm actually going to spend double or triple what I did yeah. now because I can. It, it leads on. I put something out. Um, Chris helped us the other day. I put something out in October saying, the don't overspend in December because when the pinch kicks in in January, you're all going to feel it, and it's going to be it's going to be difficult and, and hard. And the papers last week and BBC News and all that charity saying people are suffering now. You know they're unable to afford their credit card bills that have mounted up since Christmas. Common sense guys would have told you, you have to pay back something at some stage, unless you're the government who can basically get away with it. You you have to pay it back. Hmm. It's lack of education. 100%. Yeah, Sunday Times on the week just gone. Two two things. One, um, one guy, um, which I don't know if he, he's fully immersed in, in understanding money, Ali Hussain, put, um, why pay why pay a financial advisor 1%? He, he, uh, he, he comes out per year and he will look to uh, review your portfolio. Ali, that's, that's not what we do. Look back to a previous LinkedIn thing that I'd done about what we actually do. And then this lady had um, something on as well on a story on the, the money section in which she said she's stopping her contributions into her 
investment. And the headline was, my savings have gone down 80%. Now, yes, her pot had gone down 80%. What was she investing? It's not savings. She was investing in crypto. It's gone <laughs> down 80%. So she had six figures. That's why then? She said, I dabbled during the, the, the C word. I started uh, saving, it's called investing, on a regular, or that's speculating, on a regular basis. Gambling. I had six figures, now it's down 80%. Um, and because it's so low, I'm going to stop contributing in. I can't remember your name and I'll, I'll put it on a, on a LinkedIn thing. It's the only time people do not go out and, and buy on a sale is when things go down in value. We all remember the next sales from years ago where on Christmas Day night, Boxing Day, people would queue up to buy a shirt that they were never oh, going to silly, wear. It's silly o'clock in the morning. Yep. People would be out from like three in the morning when they queuing. Oh, I've just seen a house has come up for sale around the corner. It's, it's, very, it's very cheap compared to normal. I'm going to live in it long term. Oh, do you know what? There's a sale on for tins of beans at the moment. I know I'm going to use them in the future. I'm going to buy them now. Oh, the value of investments has fallen or I'm not going to buy them anymore because they've gone down in value. The behaviours, attitudes, understanding, education, it is totally uh, incorrect. Hence, Le Book and the course will in some way start to re-educate people into the correct way of doing things. Because to be honest, please take this the right, best way possible. The vast majority of you haven't got a bloody clue when it comes to money. Where's that, but where, where is that? Where does the fault lie? It lies in can the lies. educational system from about so. five to six years of age onwards. And people say it falls, it should really fall on the parents, but I don't think it should because uh, one, a lot of parents actually were never taught it either. You so, can't teach somebody something you don't understand yourself. No, you can't. So you're only going to teach the traits that you know to your child and if those traits are the wrong ones you're going to get the wrong ones so I do think it falls in the education system I know uh, there's, there's obviously there's talk about maths till 18 but learning trigonometry and algebra I'm going to go out there on a limb and I think I've said this before it's probably only 1% of people are actually really going to use that in their jobs I, I've never used it I basic maths I might use at a push but I'm not poo-pooing the education system of maths. It has a place, but I don't think learning certain parts of maths at a certain age is really going to help you. But then there is talk of one of the governing bodies that I think you sit under, isn't it, the LIBF? I'm the other one, CISI, but I was... I was well, you were, you yeah. were LIBF, weren't you? Um, is going to come in and do the educational side in schools, and they've already written the curriculum and a book, I believe. Little bit worrying because the LIBF, and I'm going to go there on a limb now and say this, are very old-fashioned when it comes to financial services. I, I, I'm not sure about that, but I think they're more academic. Uh, so the, the unfortunate thing is, because I'm not a teacher, nor am I in a school, they won't allow me to view the, the book, no. uh, which would have been nice to get an understanding of. But it needs to be real-world examples. I don't think that's what it's going to be. This is going to come from the pure educational side, and it's going to be very kind of high-level, you know, profit, loss, and all that type of stuff. But actually, I, th I think it goes deeper, and I think it's it's understanding the real-world usage of money and debt, good debt, bad debt, what your pay slip's going to look like, what national insurance is going to be, what you pay national insurance for, what that gets you. Not a huge amount. 
what running a business is like, what getting a mortgage is like. I, I can't imagine it's going to come. I'd be interested to see what it does cover, but I don't think it's going to be, it's going to come from real life examples, which is what our course is about and what our book is about. I think the unfortunate thing is when you put and something... And it's going to be set at different, is it going to be set at the right age yeah. level as well? When you put something into an educational system, I think there may be a tendency to construct it in a manner that allows for um, testing and having right answers on, you know, two plus two is four. Well, sometimes it's not, it's five uh, because of compound interest. Or, you know, I know that's a silly example, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's a very subjective matter that the understanding and learning of money and relationships and habits and behaviours potentially isn't something that can get tested, I don't think, because it's a learned example. For, 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 by that, I mean, if you... If you teach people, teach is probably the wrong word, if you make people aware of what makes them happy, then they may spend more money on what makes them happy. For example, if if, a, if, if an adult likes playing football, um, rugby, sorry I'll say because you're f- sick of my football analogies, uh, rugby, and they spend a hundred odd quid on a pair of fo- uh, rugby boots, fine, if that makes them happy and healthy and, and, and f- uh, fi- financially Sorry, mentally they're well, physically they're well, and financially they should be okay. That might stop them spending a lot more money on plastic from Amazon that they're trying to find this element of happiness. So sometimes it's not the amount of spending or stop your spending because people don't spend. It's a, it's, it's, it's almost the alignment of the spending in the correct way. And I don't think you can teach that in a format that's school related I think no because it's behaviour isn't it and like we come back to 80% of financial planning is actually the behavioural side and the the goals the needs the wants and the habits and creating all those things are actually 20% is the actual technical side of it Uh, and I think it's the same with with the money management thing there's a large percentage that's going to be about mindset behaviour actually understanding why you might be predisposed to go in that direction with wanting to buy or why you look. Because a lot of people are buying to try and make them happy, solve what they think is is the problem. But actually, something's going to go a bit deeper than that. I know we're kind of getting the emotional side. But that is where a lot of it's got to go. It, it's not just teaching them A, B, C, and D with uh, this is this is what, um, when you run a company, profit, loss, and all that stuff, which is what I think a lot of it's going to be. But I might be wrong. But I think from a behavioural point of view, you know, the LIBF, like I've read stuff the LIBF, they don't talk about behavioural um, finance or anything like that. So if that's the angle they're coming at, but there's not many institutions that talk from that side anyway about behaviour and about emotion and about that side of it and good bet, debt, bad debt and all that. So it'd be interesting to see. So I'm not, until I kind of see it, but I think something's got to be done but I hope it's the right thing and I guess it's a start even though if it's not quite the right thing it's going to be a start in educating people the right way you know a big thing that hit home with me last uh, probably early last year we've been doing this collectively for many many years now and I sat down with one guy last year and and this is where I realised that people need to be educated at a very very basic level with all of this it came back to the guy went, um, and I knew him for years, I haven't got enough money in my pension pot to retire. 
and he had he had set an amount a monetary amount to hit and that he could finish and it was only by the kind of sitting down and, and talking about what's he going to spend it on how much does he need on a monthly basis where it's going to come from what happiness is it going to bring him and and making him realize then at another level that that money has to continue to grow and work even when he's drawn and he went also oh, i don't need to wait for it to hit a certain number to go no and i went well of course not and i took for the years and that that he understood that concept of you draw upon it and it has to work even harder um and his mindset has totally shifted now and we've had communication over the last six 12 months and we're chatting and he's he's messaged me he said i've told other people about this because i he, he said i have been educating them on they need to build up a bigger bigger pot as possible and this is an intelligent man and i and i at a light bulb moment going people don't understand the very basics of money and behaviors and understanding and we have to we have to bring them back and and start from a very low foundation phase to build up and that will be child adults people that are earning six figures a year every single person you have to bring scale it all back and start fresh yeah. and create new habits understanding yeah. behaviors because what's that thing of you know per, practice makes perfect well it doesn't say well if you're if you're not if you're not practicing in the correct way it's it's never going to be perfect because it's only perfect practice perfect practice makes perfect you know and that's the wrong way I'm saying. I can't remember it is, which way you do it. But if you're not doing that drill yeah. as a sporting person yeah. correctly all the time, when it comes to that moment in time where you take a penalty, I suppose it's the time you go, Chris, hit back to um, Harry Kane, take the penalty, you, you're not going to get it right. No, it's not. And that comes back, again, it all comes back down to education because we're institutionally told that retirement is 65 when you take your pension out, you work, wherever it might be. So everyone's talked about 65. And actually, there's a huge fault. A lot of pensions that you have in work will be lifestyle. Okay, I'm not going into the depths of lifestyle. But in essence, what it does is the closer you get to retirement, the less risky, technically, the funds get. So therefore, your growth and performance reduces as well. But that's because they assume that at 65, you're just going to stop and take all your money. But it shouldn't be. Actually, you should be trying to punch right through your 65th birthday and actually make this money last as long as possible and stay invested as long as you can because you need ongoing growth. You know, People say, oh, yeah, I'm only saving till I'm 65. You're not. If you're putting in your pension now at 30, you've got to try and make that last at least your 90, maybe 100. So you're pushing 70 years. 60, 70 years of actually invested. But we don't look at it like that because we're institutionally told that it's 65 or 60 or 67, 68 is when we're retiring. But that money's going to last you past then. And this is where all goes wrong. This comes back to education. And this is why we use a lot of cash flow forecasting in what we do to actually take people past that date and show them that they can survive. You know, and I've, I've lost count of the amount of clients we've retired a lot earlier than they've ever planned to because... They actually, until they sat down, looked at the numbers, looked at what they had, they didn't really realise they could retire early. You know, and some of my clients retired like 10 years earlier than they ever even imagined. And they're now living the life they've always wanted. They get to see their grandkids grow up. They get to do the holidays they want. But they actually thought with the money they had, they couldn't do this. But until we put it into a little bit of software that we use, 
and show them actually you can survive and if we invested and we get a bit of growth we even look for a point where you actually don't get any growth how does that look but we try and make their money as last as possible as long as possible so they can continue to do what they want to do but i say it all comes back to education we're educated the wrong way everything we read out there talks about retired this and retired that age actually it's not retirement it's just a change in uh lifestyle that's all it really is it's actually you're gonna you're not going to be going out through that door and go working like you used to do 40 hours a week. You might only go out and work 10 hours a week just to keep the great matter going. But it's just a change in lifestyle. That's all it really is. You're not stopping on that day and then your money basically being drawn out and you're just using that. It's going to last you a long time. It's, fun, it's funny when you mention education. I think there are, I know, I know a few people that have technically retired and like you said, they're looking after grandchildren now. And they're exhausted <laughs> and they've come back and said if i knew then what i know now work was easier than child minding on a regular basis for oh, yeah. for little ones because i'm exhausted all the time and they they never run out of energy no so, they don't but you know joking aside the concept of retirement i don't enjoy the word because it's just as you say it's a change of circumstances to dictate how much you want to work or, or, or segmenting your life into mm. a lifestyle and work basis and it's basically just changing the pie yeah. I suppose and, and there's a greater chunk of the pie that will be on a lifestyle um, and a smaller chunk on the working life and we all know that those that have been doing a job for quite quite a long time and many years are usually experts in the field and the employer or the clients usually don't want you to go fully because you are the, the font of knowledge for the new people coming up. So almost working on a consultancy basis on a lower on a lower time frame and a higher charge per hour allows people the flexibility of still as you say keeping keeping themselves um going, having something to do on a Tuesday or Wednesday, but at the same time having more time to themselves to do what they want with with grandchildren, golf, whatever it may be, and enjoying um latter years of their life. But that's only going to happen if you do continue to save. If you stop saving or you're not saving into some sort of investment for the future, whether that be a pension, ISA, you know, lifetime ISA, whatever it may be, if you're not doing those things, you're not going to be able to live on what the state give you. I can guarantee you that. It's a help to state um, of 99 grand a year. But it should be a bonus. It, yeah. it should technically be a bonus when you hit 68 years of age, 67, 68, or probably 70 by the time we get there. It should really be a bonus. What it should not be is just the money you rely on to retire. I think you you need to be planning ahead, and by not saving, you're gonna have some real problems. You um, excuse me. You could use that um uh, bonus. Uh, is the wasabi ladies? Uh, it's not wasabi. That's the thing. Um, who basically wanted to um, retire at a certain age, and uh, they they changed state pension overnight for them, and they basically said they've they had to work extra years, but that's a. Uh, another uh, podcast discussion um, and I'm going through the courts at the moment to get them their money state pension backdated really? uh, yeah yeah there's a lot like, there's, a, there's a lot of but it, it comes it. back to the earlier point of education the concept of saving and investing for the future you starts at a young age you know you invest in yourself in your education and that starts at about 10 years of age and goes on to university and that that sets you up for life the same thing should be probably done for setting yourself up financially for the rest of your life and we had a podcast guest on before who was talking about 
putting their, her her children and buying properties at a young age and and, and being oh, yeah, for life. Money, yeah. And that's what's needing to be done. But that can only be done yes. through a full a full understanding of money, happiness, behaviors, and attitudes, mm. uh, and and an edu- a re education of all of that, which is is going to be a, a hard thing to do. And I think we need to to push more towards getting into schools the likes of us, I suppose, and, and educating kids. Yeah, proper money coaches. Not, not, you, you, you need to have some real understanding of real life, money management, finances. I don't think these are things you can be just taught from a book by someone who just picks the book up. You need to have some understanding because, you know, if you, if you are being taught by a teacher in a school who actually struggles with money management, it is difficult. You've got to have real life examples of it as well. But anyway, that's we've kind of got to that. Just buy our book. <laughs> as you almost dropped it. That's the key though. This is the important thing at the moment. You're gonna buy this when it's out on the eighth. It's gonna drop on the eighth. Drop, yeah. <laughs> like Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social.